0: we are living in some trying times a great majority of the country's population is practicing social distancing to stop the spread of COVID-19 for people working in services deemed essential like farmers life goes on but as spring arrives farmers could be stuck with nothing to do but plan if rainfall holds up the planting season The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Spring Outlook forecasts the entire state of Indiana has a higher than 50% chance of above-normal amounts of precipitation. Forecasters say this year's spring rainfall will most likely be above average, but not as severe or prolonged as 2019's record-setting season. The entire state is also projected to face at least a greater than 50% chance of some flooding with some parts of the Wabash, White, and Patoka River basins in southwest Indiana facing moderate levels of flooding. This is Mary Erickson, Deputy Director of the National Weather Service.
1: Last year, we experienced widespread historic flooding across much of the U.S., and nearly 165 million people were impacted by that flooding. And flooding continues to be a factor for many Americans this spring. This year, there are several regions that are forecast to experience major and moderate flooding, and we anticipate that a widespread area will be at risk for minor flooding. We've already seen flooding occur across the southeastern U.S. due to heavy rains through February and early March. With many states at risk for at least minor flooding across the central and southeastern U.S., any heavy rainfall events could trigger additional flood conditions, particularly in places where the soil is already highly saturated.
0: Heavy rainfall has already claimed the lives of six people in the state this year, including a mother and her three children who drowned after their vehicle was swept away by flooding in Laurel, which is about 60 miles southeast of Indianapolis. The NOAA said highly saturated soil conditions from above normal precipitation over the fall and winter months can induce flooding with more heavy rainfall events. The U.S. Geological Survey said its stream gauges were observing significantly higher than normal conditions for this time of year.
1: In many cases, these stream gauges have been in place for many years, so they can give us a sense of the significance of their current reading. For instance, in 2019, if we consider only those gauges with 20 years or more of record, we had 107 stream gauges set new record peaks. Since this past October, USGS has measured water levels exceeding flood stages at over 1,100 locations covering most of the eastern half of the United States and so far this calendar year we've already had 28 of our long-term stream gauges report period of record peaks.
0: Stream gauges along parts of the Wabash River bordering Illinois, the White River, Patoka River, and Whitewater River have already shown above normal stream flows. The gauges with the highest readings are in south and southwestern Indiana near Bedford, Shoals, Petersburg, Winslow, and Princeton. The above-normal precipitation projected for spring could greatly affect the state's agricultural industry, just like it did in 2019. The NOAA found that the 12-month period between July 2018 and June 2019 was the wettest ever recorded. During that period of time, heavy rainfall affected central and southern Indiana and Lake Michigan causing flooding in waterways that flow through those regions. The water levels in Lake Michigan have continued to rise, necessitating an executive order from Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb that directs state agencies to do everything in their power to help Lakeshore residents track water levels and prepare for flooding. The heavy rainfall last year also limited the total corn acreage harvested for grain to 4.82 million acres, the lowest total since 1983. This is Bob Nelson, extension agronomist at Purdue University.
1: Last spring we, we had a lot of frequent rainfall that simply prevented farmers from doing the field work and the planting necessary to get the crop in last year. So it ended up being, at least for Indiana, one of the three or four latest planting seasons on record, well, at least for the past 40 years. So. That's never desirable because anytime that we have to plant a crop late, there's a number of different kinds of stresses that can occur that will reduce yield and so it's, it's never a good situation to be in.
0: The late planting season puts added stress on the supply chain that farmers depend on and on the farmers themselves. Nielsen said farmers were lucky they experienced a mild August, which allowed the state's corn crops to flower and mature before a killing frost had a chance to destroy them.
1: So it ended up you know, being, again, a really late planting season. Now, as it turns out, however, yields statewide ended up being remarkably good, considering how late the crop was put in the ground. So. I I think to to a large degree, we could say we dodged the bullet on that late planting of last year and just came out much, much better than most people would have imagined.
0: Nelson said long-term forecasts are not known for the reliability, but the amount of rain that has fallen around the state this year could lead to another late planting season.
1: But it is true that at this point in time, as we're nearing the end of March, the soils are still pretty wet around the state and there's not been a lot of opportunity for any say, spring tillage work or, or fertilizer application because it's been too wet. Here in Lafayette it's, it's raining again today and the next two days forecast is calling for pretty strong chances of rain so we're approaching a time period where those kind of pre-plant operations like tillage and fertilizer application and in certain cases herbicide application are going to be delayed and then domino effect that if you delay tillage and delay fertilizer and delay herbicide then that naturally delays planting. So we could be looking at a delayed start but again we all know that this weather can change on a dime, and before we know it, it could stop raining and the sun would come out and everything would dry quickly and we can get back to it. So it's just a little, I guess, a little difficult this time to predict reliably whether it's going to be a delayed start or not.
0: According to Nelson, who has studied corn and agronomy for nearly four decades, all farmers can do is ensure they are ready to move once the soil is ready for planting nothing really
1: concrete but like i always tell farmers you know because the our climate is obviously becoming more variable one year to another and we're getting these extremes more often than we used to i just tell them hey you know it comes down to good common sense and sound agronomics you know let's make sure you got all the plans in place let's make sure the equipment is you know ready to run everything's been fixed everything's been adjusted it's it's you know ready to go so that we don't have any self-imposed uh, restrictions once the fields do become fit. And it's sort of a lame piece of advice to give farmers mm-hmm. in a way, but, but yet it, it's still pretty sound advice that you sure, you sure don't want to hold up yourself because you've forgotten to do something when it's ready to go. And other than that, since we can't predict the weather very accurately, there's not much you can plan with confidence ahead of time in order to do something. You just have to be ready to react to whatever Mother Nature throws at you.